Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mercer. I write Concussion Talk, www.concussiontalk.com. This is episode 17 of Concussion Talk Podcast, and I will be talking to Sandhya and Swabna Malabethula. They have done extensive research into concussions and have helped to draft a private member's bill for the Canadian Parliament entitled A Comprehensive Strategy to Address Concussions Across Canada. The bill has already had its first reading in Parliament 
and is in the process of becoming legislation. I talked to them about the bill, their research, their speaking presentations, and their graduate studies, all focused on concussions. Okay, I'm talking to Sandhya and Sona Malabathula, and I will ask them now to just introduce themselves and talk about what they're doing. So please, either one of you, go ahead. <laughs> sure. Um, well, first, we want to say to you, Nick, thanks for helping to bring awareness to this important issue. You're really an amazing advocate. Um, and thanks for inviting us to be on your podcast. We're honored to be a part of this. So we are Sandhya and Swapna. Um, we are students at the University of Toronto. I'm Sandhya, and I am a PhD student at the Faculty of Kinesiology and Physical Education at U of T. And I'm also a continuing fellow from the CIHR Strategic Training Program in Public Health Policy at U of T. Um, and I'm Swapna, and I am doing a combined degree. I'm, I'm doing an MD-PhD, so that's medical school and graduate school together. Right now, I'm in the PhD portion of it, and I'm also doing research on concussion. So we're both uh, sort of advocates for concussion awareness policy and generally improving the quality of life for those suffering from concussions, as well as their families and caregivers. And we've had um, experience in concussion advocacy, policy, research, and education, including for sports organizations and in classrooms. And we happen to be twins. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure of that. I saw the there were pictures in the uh, brain injury, brain injury Canada newsletter, and I thought they they're, they're very close sisters or they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so can you can you just expand what CIHR is? Yes, yeah, so that's one of the um, federal funding agencies, um, and it was just part of a program that's uh, at U of T that I'm a continuing fellow in. Okay, it's, it, it stands for Canadian Institutes of Health Research. That's right. Um, yeah, so, and actually now speaking of federal, federal uh, links, um, well, you work with Dr. Kirstie Duncan in her Toronto office, right? Yes, that's right. And you have... You developed a bill, a, a bill to present, a private member's bill, to present to Parliament, and it's had its first reading already. Mm -hmm. And um, so, just just talk about the bill itself, what what it is, and what its name is, and how and how or how what it into what it entails. What is the bill? What's in it? Why is it important? Sure. So maybe we'll we'll start with how we got involved. Yeah. Um, with the bill, um, so we had volunteered with our local constituency office. Um, where Kirsty was um, our member of parliament. Uh, we volunteered there for a number of years and we had the opportunity to develop policy in the form of a private member's bill proposal with Kirsty. Um, and so we noticed around that same time that there was increasing attention on headshots in major league sports, including in hockey. And hockey is our very favorite sport, so we were paying a lot of attention to that. Um, and we became really interested in this. Um, we noticed a lot of players having to sit out because of concussion, and it was really intriguing to us. We wanted to learn more about it. Um, and this, alongside our participation at school in sports medicine-related courses at U of T, um, together led us to choose to combine our passions in hockey and in policy to focus on concussion policy. So our proposal addresses improvements in awareness 
prevention, diagnosis, and management for any Canadian of any age who suffers a concussion in a wide range of situations from sports where we started to workplace injuries, to seniors falls, to motor vehicle accident, accidents, um, since we know that concussions can affect Canadians in sport, but also in a very wide range of situations. Mm. As you know, Nick, uh, this type of mild traumatic brain injury is a very complex one. Um, concussions can elicit various symptoms, including neuropsychological, psychological, and social effects, and can even have economic impacts with absence from work or impaired return to play times. Um, and the pathophysiology of concussions itself is not yet completely documented, as this is an evolving area of research. So we basically um, recognized the need for action to address these issues as much as we could. And I mean, going back to the bill, we were we were really surprised to find that there was nothing policy-wise in place in Canada at that time, which was in 2010 uh, when we started our work. And I mean, concussions are a serious injury with potentially really debilitating consequences. So we really felt something needed to be done to address them. So so what what so you. So you you decided you to try to write a private member's bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did you call, what did you call it? So it is called the Comprehensive Strategy to Address Concussion in Canada. Um, and we started the whole process by doing thorough research into the state of the field at the time to address the gaps between what Canadians who suffer concussions and their families need and what was actually available. And throughout this entire process, we had really, really valuable advice and guidance from our member of parliament, Dr. Kirsty Duncan, um, on our work and developing this policy. And we were able to um, engage with a large variety of stakeholders from across the country and internationally in sport and beyond. Um, As we mentioned, although we started in sport, we quickly realized that concussions can affect Canadians in a wide variety of contexts and situations, um, from transportation to the workplace and schools. So we worked to reflect the needs of all Canadians in our comprehensive strategy that became the Private Members Bill, sponsored by Kirsty. And as you mentioned, it's called a comprehensive strategy to address concussion in Canada. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, so your immediate research was mostly in policy to start with helping Kirsty, Kirsty Duncan's doctor, Duncan's office, mostly to, or or is it more in science, start or just combination of both? Really, what happened happened. However, that's way to get at this, the issues. Yeah, I'd call it a combination. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and it led to the comprehensive strategy, which. Maybe we should let you know what that actually yeah. is. Yeah, what, what is the comprehensive strategy? Because <laughs> we've said it a few times. So the comprehensive strategy addresses, again, Im- improvements in awareness, prevention, diagnosis, and management um, for any Canadian um, um, suffering from a concussion and their caregivers and families. And to, to achieve this, the policy involves a three-pronged approach, including, one, a National Concussion Awareness Week, Um, so that we can start with awareness and build from there. The second is a national concussion strategy with several points. For example, um, we called for the promotion of the use of concussion prevention measures for workers in high-risk industries um, as a component of existing vocational training. So it was an iterative process where we developed our strategy based on the literature 
but then revised it based on feedback um, we received from a variety of stakeholders in order to reflect their needs. Um, three components, as my sister mentioned, um, include the Awareness Week, the Strategy, and the Center for Excellence. So, do you, you said do you want to use the guidelines for return to work? Do you yeah. have any idea what those would be? Would you is, there, is that entailed? Is that like described in the in the bill, or is it, or is this just is this an idea that you think others with more directed research would better to find out? Right. So, in terms of workplace, that was one of the examples for the second prong, which was the national. Yeah concussion strategy and this would really be at the the workplace level where it has okay. to be specific to each workplace um, there although there can be um, blanket guidelines that can cover all workplaces um, how it's implemented has to be tailored to the each workplace um, but I mean going again to the all three components of, of the policy are designed to address concussions um, sustained in in sport in the workplace as we we're just discussing um, on the road and at home to better protect Canadians of all ages. And going back to the Awareness Week, it's meant to promote uh, education and awareness of the serious brain injury across the country. Um, and the campaign would be dedicated to educating Canadians to enhance their understanding of concussions, including the symptoms, um, treatment, management, return to play, return to work, as you mentioned, return to school, um, protocols, and of course, prevention. Okay, actually, with this I'm going to ask you about your research first, but just to start off, you both did biology degrees at U of T? Yes, yeah, so we did um, human biology and nutritional science in our undergrad. That's right. Okay, and I did a biology degree too, and there was little. I had a bond I graduated long, not long, I graduated no two, but uh, there was no mention of. In, in my courses, there, were no, there was no. I didn't do much. Uh, Human biology, mostly well, I did physiology and uh, anatomy, but uh, oh. <laughs> about uh, about well, as well as I did biology, but those I did those courses. But um, That's was cool. there much was there much note of a uh, of mention of concussion, concussion or brain injury at all in your That's courses? We doing that's an interesting question. Yeah. Just around the same time that we had the opportunity to create this policy, we were enrolled in a course that was about sports medicine. It was the first time that we had started learning about concussion in one of our courses. None of the other courses at that point had really touched on this issue, which I think highlights the fact that we need a lot more education and awareness about it. And research. Yeah, exactly. So, and so your research continues now doing, obviously you're doing your schoolwork, your schoolwork. Is it in the same? It's in the same vein, or is it more directed towards brain chemistry or brain physiology? Is it, or is it more still policy related? Um, so, well, we're each doing a few different projects. So basically, it's kind of a mix of all of those things. <laughs> we like to be comprehensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my. Basically, um, in addition to the comprehensive research that we did to identify the gaps for the bill, um, which is uh, continuing, um, we've both done and are continuing research in, as we mentioned, other areas of the concussion field, um, some of which we've also been able to present at some conferences and things. But these areas include different projects in sort of complementary and alternative medicine, um, sports psychology, um, 
and I've also done research in concussion prevention, education, baseline testing, and risk factors for my master's degree. Um, and my, so I'm Swapna, and my, yeah. my current, <laughs> I feel like I have to identify that. Um, my current research um, involves two, I guess, two main projects. And one of them is evaluating policy in Ontario that both my sister and I had the opportunity to um, consult on in the development of, and this is policy that is being implemented at the school level, and it's all about concussion policies at schools um, across Ontario, and we're evaluating that. And the second one, um, because I'm so passionate about hockey, I'm also involved in research about um, concussions in women's hockey um, with the Ontario Women's Hockey Association. Okay. Well, so you and you've you've mentioned that you presented your all these for these and other findings at conferences and speaking presentations so what so just can you give a brief overview of what you where you've spoken what you've what these conferences and speaking presentations what they where they where they've been and what they've entailed like so what type of conferences are they sure um so the process for when we did the bill and continuing with that it involved comprehensive research which as we said involved consulting with various stakeholders some of whom we met at these conferences um, so we were able to travel to many regional national and international conferences to raise awareness for the bill um, and we were honored to be invited to present at um, the brain injury association of canada conference um, on prince edward island um, and we were subsequently invited to speak at other events um, we also spoke at the International Brain Injury Association World Congress on Brain Injury in Edinburgh, Scotland, um, where we were able to garner international support and interest, which is a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. And we will be presenting um, posters at the International uh, con con Consensus Conference on Concussion in Sport in Berlin in the fall. And cool. uh, so, sir, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I had to say cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd say we presented our work at maybe uh, on, on our policy, specifically at maybe around 20 conferences and in our research generally about maybe 30. Um, we really enjoy being able to share our work and learn from other um, researchers and stakeholders um, and being able to provide tangible results with this um, policy um, that have the potential for real impact. And one of the really fun ones um, was a TEDx talk that we were um, fortunate to be asked to give um, where we spoke to youth. And it was a really wonderful opportunity to share our work with, you, with youth specifically. It was a group that we hadn't yet reached directly at that point, and we were thrilled to see how enthusiastic they were about it. Um, some even approached us afterward to share that they were inspired to start their own advocacy journeys. So that was really neat. Um, and during that experience, we were honored to share the stage with some of our country's most inspirational leaders. So that was really cool. Oh, that is cool. Speaking of, speaking of that, uh, on, in September, you'll be speaking, speaking at the Brain Injury Canada Conference in Toronto. That's right, yes. And I'll, I'm hoping to be, get, be there as well and do maybe do a podcast or two from there, so. Oh, that'd be great. It'd be really nice to meet you in It'd person. It'd be great. Great to meet you in person instead of over the phone. But, um, so, so what were you talking about at this, at that conference, do you think? Or do you know yet? Um, we're not 100% sure, but we'll probably talk a little bit more about the bill um, and the three parts of it. I mean, we were, as we were just 
talking about with you, um, and this is based on the on the TEDx um, talk that we had the opportunity to give. So, I mean, we'll be talking about the Awareness Week, which we spoke about earlier, um, as well as, as the other two prongs of that. Yeah, and so that was, the first was the Awareness Week, the second was the um, National Concussion Strategy, and the third was the Center for Excellence in Concussion Research. So we'll talk about all three parts. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it'd be, it's going to be great to meet you guys, and hopefully you can help me <laughs> wrangle some people to be on my podcast when I'm in Toronto. You bet. In the conference. Um, yeah, so great, and thanks for the, is there anything else you'd like to mention about the bill or... Or your research, or what you're do, doing next? Um, yeah. Well, we're really excited about where our work um, can go um, because this is such an important area, and it's an invisible injury. So oftentimes people suffer alone and um, don't always have somewhere to turn. So hopefully this, all of this work will end up in tangible um, policy, which we think is a really great vehicle for providing help um, where it's needed. So as we know, the impacts of concussion can be devastating. And basically what we've done was to try to translate the research that has been going on, and including our own research, um, into the tangible policy to provide that comprehensive strategy that can improve outcomes and resources for Canadians with concussions, as well as their families and caregivers. And um, we'd also like to thank you again for having us um, and for all of your inspiring work on improving awareness around concussions. Well, thank you, and thank, geez, thank, thank you both, and I look forward to meeting you in, in Toronto. And so, yeah. So thank you so much for, for, uh, for being on this podcast, kind of call with me, and I look forward to seeing you guys in Toronto. Great, thanks. Bye. Thank you again to Sandia and Swapna for the great discussion and for their great concussion research. And thank you all for listening. As always, the music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.